Hey friend, living a joyful life doesn't just happen. It's a series of habits and intentional choices that will fill you to the point of overflow. Let's talk about how you can and should choose joy. Stay tuned. I'm Ashley White, the host of Joy on the Journey podcast, a weekly podcast all about finding, defining, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. I have promised inspiring and encouraging interviews that will help you on this thing we call life. I've also promised to introduce to you some of the sweetest women I know who have made my life the better. And this week is none other than Miss Kendra Waters. Kendra attended Howard University in Washington, D.C., where she earned a Bachelor of Arts in Communication and Radio Production. She also has a Master's of Education in Elementary Education. Let me tell y'all, when I was doing my research and my stalking, I was like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> I love the babies. She is the founder of Start With Can LLC and the Director of Program Operations at the Women's Home in Houston. However, some of her greatest skills are on the stage. She is a trained actor who has starred in several productions, including Sisters the Musical, Having Our Say, and Steel Magnolias. She's also a dear, dear friend, sister, and soror of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Mm -hmm. Kendra embodies intentionality, fierce focus, and determination to live a life with overflowing joy. I have so looked forward to having you on the podcast. Oh, man. Thank you, Ashley. It is my pleasure to be here. Aww. It really is. Y'all, so in 2022, mm -hmm. yes, we turned 40. We did. A wonderful year. A wonderful year. Mm -hmm. And Kendra threw this amazing 40th birthday. We'll throw in some pictures through here. Yeah, we'll have to. And one of the things that happened where people gave their tributes, their remarks of how you made an impact on their lives. Wow. And we sat in this room as person after person spoke about her character, spoke about her joy, how she has empowered them to make a difference in the world. And it's in that moment that I sat there going, huh, what would people say about me? So I want to thank you for having that moment of inspiration to make me move in a way that helped other people's lives become better. And one of those aspects is this podcast. So I want to thank you. Wow. Um, it's my pleasure. Yeah. It was a pleasure to have you as a guest. And with you saying all of that, it takes me back to the things that people were saying. And so um, I'm forever grateful. Didn't know a lot of the things and then other things that were shared. It's just funny how life just happens and how you connect and build these intentional relationships with people. I'm extremely grateful for the people who are at that party and people in my life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Kendra, we start every podcast. Because okay. again, the podcast is all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. Mm -hmm. So how do you define joy? So those who know me know I'm the acronym queen. So I can take any word and I'll give it a new meaning with that acronym. So I thought long and hard about this, uh, but joy to me is a jubilant, outstanding yes. Oh, and I'll repeat it because jubilation, 
outstanding yes or jubilant outstanding yes means that anytime that I'm experiencing joy, I'm actually saying yes, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm joyful about it. I'm overjoyed about it. And so that's what joy means to me. And um, this past year into my 41st birthday, I've been on this intentional quest to encounter joy, mm. experience joy and embrace joy. And it's different, those are different levels because I've encountered joy before, but then something happens and it gets me off kilter. I've experienced joy, I've gone to, I've been around different people, I've gone to parties, I've gone, I've, I've heard that sermon in church, but then it's derailed and I sink back within myself because life has a way of lifing. Uh, but this past year, I've been on this journey of embracing it, sitting with it, being captivated in those moments of joy to get the most that I can get for myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. Jubilant. Outstanding, yes. Jubilant, outstanding, yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. We can sit in it. Because <laughs> I've been sitting in it for the past couple of days. I'm like, jolts of joy for me is really, I'm jubilant. Like when that, that's not a word that is used often, but mm -hmm. when it is used, it's, it makes you sit up a little differently. Yeah, um, outstanding to me, one of my favorite songs is Outstanding by the Gap Band, but outstanding is, look, I'm getting ready to do something great, mm -hmm. something that's um, rewarding, something that is fit just for me, and that yes is more of not just a, it's, it's, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's an exclamation, a way of exhaling to say, hey, yes to joy. Mm -hmm. And how many times in my life over the past 41 years have I truly said yes to joy? I can probably count maybe on two hands, maybe one toe, one foot, not one toe, one foot. Um, but I didn't always allow myself to stay in that perpetual state of joy. And so that's where I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where you are. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about that transition. Was there a spark of encouragement? What was it that led you to go, I need to be more intentional about seeking and feeling this jubilation? It was in 2021, mm -hmm. um, early part of 2021, when I went in for a standard doctor procedure for a test and found out uh, that I had been diagnosed with fibroids. And so um, they pushed me through the process relatively quickly and said that I needed to have a surgery. I had a laparoscopic myomectomy that removed six fibroids mm -hmm. that were all outside of my uterus, uh, two the size of grapefruits, two tennis balls, two golf balls. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was following this group on Facebook, shout out to We Can Wear White, um, where their mission is really to uh, be with women on their journey of fibroid awareness and fertility, um, just learning about black women and, and the way our bodies work. And I decided in the moment that I had to go into surgery that I can't leave things on the table anymore. Wow. Um, I was fearful, anxious. I, I trust God wholeheartedly, but I was anxious about going into the surgery knowing that I had to be cut because I hadn't had an invasive surgery since I was a young child, you know, mm -hmm. you break things, you, you fall all the time when you're a child. But um, I finally decided you're going into this new season of your life. You're 39 years old. What are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. Why are you waiting to experience joy? Why does it take something happening 
for joy to happen for you. And so that's when the shift happens. And the theme for the party that Ashley mentioned is it was a carnival theme and the carnival culture um, with the Caribbean is freedom. Mm -hmm. It's true freedom. It's no holes barred. Everybody's out there just enjoying themselves. And I wanted to exhibit that freedom that I was um, realizing inside outwardly and share it with the people that I that hold dear and I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so good. The second phase of the podcast is all about your joy journey. Okay. And so as we mentioned, um, about a year ago, we turned 40. Yeah. And to celebrate, you were intentional about doing something special on the fourth of every month. Yes. Where did this idea come from? And I understand that you've continued doing it. I have. I have. What have been some of the most impactful moments? So to answer the question of where did that idea come from? Most of us, we experience our golden birthdays on the date. Like we turn a certain age. Uh, For me, my birthday is August 4th. So I don't really remember what I was doing on my fourth birthday, which would have been my golden birthday. So my next golden birthday is my 40th. So it was four to 40, Mm -hmm. which was the campaign. And I decided that on the fourth of every month, I was going to write something. I was going to share pictures. I was going to um, express with the world, whether people read it or not, what I was dealing with to experience these jolts of joy. And so um, that was what started it. That's what triggered it. And uh, some of the most memorable ones I've had were I've met people in airports. I've met people who helped me with my car. I've talked about my friends. Uh, Themes vary from living authentically to embracing yourself unapologetically. Um, I always have a special quote that's in there and a challenge for the month. And most people will think that I study long and hard Mm -hmm. on what my idea will be. And I really don't. I allow myself to be immersed in the joy of the day. And then that's how the post comes to me. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. And I think it's, it goes back to being intentional for sure. Seeking something that Mm -hmm. is going to spark that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then sharing that with the world because so much of what we see determines our attitude and our perspective. Absolutely. And I want to thank you for shining light and not darkness, even though darkness is a part of our life, but you have intentionally chosen to shine your light and shine it positively. Yeah. While at the same time, challenging folks like, yeah. hey, what are you doing every month? What are you doing, <laughs> are you doing? to find your joy? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you said light because light is actually one of the words that came up in most of my post mm. for my 41st birthday as well as my 40th. But people are like, keep shining your light. Keep sharing your light with the world. And it's, it's, I did not wear this color by happenstance. I wanted to make sure I showed up bright and joyful because it's one of my favorite colors that I have. Um, but staying in the vein with acronyms, I have one for light as well. Mm, and so that's a, a lasting impression given with a heartfelt touch. Ooh. And so anytime I share my light, I want people to leave me better than when they came. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want it to be a sticky film residue. I want it to be a residue that makes you want to encounter me again. And even if we never encounter each other again in this life, it is you go out and you touch someone else. Um, at my father's funeral, 
one of the women who was like a second mother to me that I grew up with, she gave this picture with this quote at the bottom of it that I've hold, I've held true for many years. And that quote is, touch someone's life as you pass them. You may never pass that close again. It's not far. Reach out in love and touch someone. You'll be surprised how soon that same touch comes back to you. Mm. So me being intentional about the journey with joy, with my company, Start With Can, which was founded in... Um, in honor of my father is to reach out, to share light, to touch others, because you never know what people need yeah. unless you reach out. And so if you meet Kendra, you're going to have somebody who's going to reach out and, yes. and touch. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so now let's talk about start with can. Yes. What was the lightning rod that inspired you to start the consulting business? Oh my goodness. So I had people walk up to me at church, at work, in, in chapter meetings saying, how is it that you can connect with everyone? And I have to tell them, I don't connect with everyone. <laughs> they said, oh, yeah, we watch you. You're able to talk to anyone um, in the world. I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. So um, my father, start with CAN, actually. CAN is an acronym for Connect Above the Norm. And so many people would ask me about um, employee, employee engagement practices that they can do to actually be more intentional with the people that they manage. Um, I had churches who would reach out and say, well, we're trying to do evangelism, but how do you really do evangelism? Mm. Um, in an intentional way that really meets the parishioner where they need to be met. Um, and so I did a few trainings also at Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church, our church, uh, with the uh, Christian education department and talked about how we need to shift people from the perimeter to purposeful position. Mm. And so while I was doing these trainings, start with can just became fluid for me. It just flowed out of who I was, what I had been doing for all these years and connecting with people. So now I actually have some individual clients, some private clients, as well as some organizations who are trying to create practices to help them be more intentional and uh, they get a little sprinkle of Kendra in there like the connector <laughs> they can't take me uh, but I think all of us can do a better job of actually wanting you know connecting with intention with others and um, above the norm is whatever you have done in the past mm -hmm. just stretch yourself a little bit more you'd be surprised um, how um, how wonderful it will be with the people that are around you how they'll feel that impact of what you're doing for them so the pandemic whether we're out of it and i'm <sighs> not sure that neither yeah it was a lot we it still in it huh. yeah but there even before the pandemic so many people struggle with building relationships correct struggle with mm -hmm. being vulnerable enough to say hey i would like to learn from you they struggle in that interpersonal mm -hmm. in that interpersonal segment i'm one of those as well mm -hmm. Very, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so, self-question. What advice do you have to give to someone that may be hesitant with starting a connection with mm -hmm. someone? So, connections are all around us. Mm -hmm. And so, I understand people being hesitant uh, to step out and walk into a crowd and say, hey, it's me, I'm here. Mm -hmm. That's not the part of connections. Connections is really, hey, you're at church with me, or I've seen you at the grocery store, or I like your dress, or um, I want to move this cart out of the way or hold the door open for you. It's small, incremental things that you can do to make an impact. Um, you become someone who's impressionable 
just about how, just because of how you treat people. Mm. Um, and so my advice to people who may be a little apprehensive, I never thought you would be, mm-hmm. Ashley, you are one of the most mm-hmm. outgoing people that I think <laughs> I know. And maybe that's because there's a, a level of comfortability mm-hmm. with us is make yourself the type of person that others want to encounter. Mm. It's just like joy. Joy will evade you and, and, and not really be, you won't allow yourself, you won't be fully immersed in joy if you don't allow yourself to be connected to joy. And that's the same way about getting connected with others. So the, the advice in short is create a space of comfortability, evaluate the individuals that you're connecting with, you don't have to go for the biggest person, <laughs> the loudest one in the room. It's not always a person you have to connect with, um, but make yourself approachable so that um, you can you can connect with others. It's 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 a test, and and I probably will have to the next time I see you bring pieces of the curriculum that I have. Yeah. But it's easy. I work with people, but Thank I would have never thought this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll take it. I am very reserved. Yeah. When it comes down to meeting people mm-hmm. and I struggle with networking. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I struggle with it. Oh, I can tell you some things about that one. I th- <laughs> for me, I think it's that I don't want you to think that I need something from you. Yeah. Which I think is the whole point of networking is so that I have something you need. You have something I need, but I struggle with getting out of my way of yeah. believing I have something to offer to that person. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I will give you a story of when I was younger, my family, you know, you really don't realize that your family didn't have a whole lot of money, Oh, I realize uh, <laughs> but they made, they made do with it. Uh-huh. So we didn't take a lot of flights, but we did take a lot of road trips. And so whenever we would go out, it would be my father, my mother, and my younger brother, who's three years and three years to the date, um, uh, younger than me, mm-hmm. that uh, three years and three months. Sorry, Kevin. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we would go out and we were learning the early skills of connecting, mm-hmm. more so connecting than networking, where our parents would be probably seated on the edge of the pool and my brother and I would be on the inside of the pool. We're mm-hmm. playing with other children. And the challenge my dad had was meet three people and learn three things about them. Mm-hmm. And so on the way home, we would talk about these individuals and the three things about them. Wow. So that's why connecting is what I strive to do versus networking. Networking can seem somewhat awkward mm-hmm. because you're like, well, what do you do? And why do you do it? Mm-hmm. And how do we get together? While connecting is, I've met you at this particular event. I know that you enjoy this type of cuisine. I know that um, these are some of your passions or what your career trajectory is taking you on in your journey. Mm-hmm. So the next time we meet, we actually are having a conversation versus something that seems forced. Yeah. So, yeah, connecting is my thing yeah. more than networking. Networking has always been awkward, especially yeah. with cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned from someone, if you don't have a card, they're like, well, you have one? Like, no, I just gave out my last one. But if we, you give me yours, I'll talk to you later. But networking is always odd. Yeah. You probably edit that out, but (laughs) networking is not it. Sorry, networking people. Yeah. Not my thing. I think my grandfather was very good. My grandfather and my mother. Yeah. Have, my mother's very good at making connections. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she like she's me. amazing. Yeah, she, 
a rock star. She is genuine and intentional about the time invested. She's mm-hmm. not going to run away from a conversation. Mm-mm. She's going to sit in it. So tell me now, mm-hmm. how you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so tell me. Mm-hmm. My mother get deep down in it. Mm-hmm. She'll know all your dog business yeah, if you yeah, got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's making, being, one, yes, and we say intentional, but also investing the time. For sure. Yeah. And knowing and treating every person that you meet as if they are worthy of the time. Absolutely. Having a sincere desire Mm -hmm. to connect with people and knowing that you don't need to get anything from them. The interaction is enough. Mm -hmm. And then other things will flow from that. We, we are living in a very transactional, um, world where every step Mm -hmm. that one person's take, they feel another person owes them something. Um, people feel entitled. People feel, well, I did this for them. They need to do this for me. And if we just stopped for a moment just to connect with others, it would shift how things look in this world. I mean, it's not going to change everything, Mm -hmm. but it will shift a lot of things. So, um, I try to challenge people in courses that if you look out around the room, how many people's needs are going left unmet because you refuse to connect? Ooh. Offering a napkin, offering a kind word, seeing someone, holding the door. People don't even hold the door anymore. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, but you be that change agent. Mm-hmm. You be that catalyst of change and leave your um, that lasting imprint and share your light. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Earlier, you talked about that in 2021, September 2021, you underwent a surgery to remove several fibroids. Mm -hmm. And this is a condition that 90% of black and 70% of um, white women are diagnosed with before the age of 50. Yeah. How important was your tribe of women and confidants throughout your surgery and recovery? So the tribe, shout out to the tribe. I can't name everyone, but shout out to the tribe. And thank you for being a part of that tribe. Mm -hmm. I I did a call uh, for July 4th. That was the fourth before I turned 40, where I asked all these women to send me pictures in their white dresses as part of that post. And so um, just shout out to that tribe. They They played a critical piece for me because so many women who were in the tribe, I did not know they also were dealing with fibroids. They were also dealing with um, health concerns and they did not have a tribe or they did not feel as empowered or encouraged to share their story openly because, you know, we share a lot on Facebook, a lot on Instagram, a lot on all the other social media platforms. But when it's something so close to us, yeah. It's we're bearing our souls. We're being so vulnerable and transparent. And what I realized is I needed to do it differently to show my tribe and show other women I encountered that you can do this. And so every year in July, again, still following the campaign of Weekend Wear White, supporting other sorority sisters who um, are still dealing with that concern in their lives. We still connect um, for Fibroid Awareness Month in July. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been two years now. I am healthy, I'm well, and uh, I'm just grateful that I had a platform to be a platform and a platform to connect to. But my tribe is dope. Get you some good friends. If you don't have any, get you some good friends. I mean, get you some. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And don't do call like. everybody your friend because everybody who wants to be in your tribe can't be in your tribe. 
I got an acronym for that too, but we'll talk about it on the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, so what advice, if any, do you have from someone that has been recently diagnosed? They've been going back and forth. Do I have the procedure? Do I not? Do I tell anybody? You know, there's sometimes some shame built mm-hmm. around something that you can't control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But do you have any advice from what you've experienced for anyone? What I will say is pay attention to your body. Mm. Um, get connected to a community of women or a tribe. I do. I talk about we can wear white often. Um, I have other sorority sisters who are um, in their own uh, on their own journey who are connected as well and, and are doctors and nurses uh, that have told me the worst thing you can do is not say anything. Mm. Um, so building that level of trust with some medical professional or some community. And if you don't have anyone, you can connect with me. I mean that. And so um, one, if you have any kind of trepidation about the procedures, there are different types of procedures. What I had was more of a non-invasive. It was invasive, uh, but there are, they went into entry points and then also cut closer to my bikini line um, and were able to do it laparoscopically Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a robot. Um, And then there's some that require more invasive with open myomectomies. They have uterine embolization. Mm -hmm. But what I encourage you to do is don't wait on it. Um, Many women, as you shared with the statistics, they also deal with um, blood transfusions. And so there can be a lot of loss of blood. Luckily, I didn't have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And my my hospital stay was very short. But um, the best advice is connect to a community and say something because mm-hmm. you're not supposed to struggle having those extreme cramps, mm-hmm. having that extreme debilitating pain that you can't get out of bed. That is not normal. And the doctor made sure to tell me that. And, um, ever since the procedure, I, you know, have continued to have my cycle. Uh, but it's not as painful. Yeah. It's just something I have to deal with once a month, luckily. Um, but it's not painful and mm-hmm. you shouldn't just have to sit in pain. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for sharing. You're welcome. You also just celebrated a anniversary. I did. Years, I did. Uh, to your beloved. I did. Hey, Jay. <laughs> How important has he been to your journey? Wow. Wow. Of joy or, mm-hmm. or uh, for? Total. Total. Yeah. So this man sees things in me that I never even thought I could see in myself. So the support is there. I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, I often say that my father sent him to me because I met him six years after my father passed. It makes 20 years this year, but their birthdays are a day apart. They have very similar personalities, very similar attributes. Um, He is someone who's extremely calm, uh, gentle giant. Most people will see him. And then there's me, the bright, (laughs) the bright, lovable, fiery uh, type of individual. So um, anything that I've ever pursued or desire to pursue, he fully supports that. And I'm extremely grateful for that. Uh, Ever since our first date, the very next day, I had play rehearsal. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, can we hang out? Uh, It's got to be just the lunch because I have play rehearsal. And so since we've been together, I've been in probably about uh, six productions. And that takes a lot of rehearsals and time away from each other. But I'm very grateful for someone who supports me Mm. Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly. Yeah. 
And then our final question, or my final question in this sure. segment before we move to the next one, you spoke lovingly about your father. Yeah. And you've also spoke lovingly about your love for theater. Yes. Do those two things have a connection? They do. Oh, they do. My father, Dennis Ray Edwards, <sighs> he is still living within me and was one of the greatest men that I've ever known in my entire life. Mm -hmm. I'm not just saying that because he's my father. Others will agree. Uh, but he was in productions. I have been in plays since I was in the third grade, but I was in the Amen Corner with him. I've seen him in Driving Miss Daisy, The Piano Lesson, Lilies of the Field. And this was all at a volunteer theater. Um, shout out to Brazosport Center Stages in Clute, Texas. I'm from Lake Jackson, Texas, and so uh, since... I've returned back to Houston after graduating from Howard, was in several different musicals. Some of you've mentioned others, The Intimate Apparel. I've been in uh, Crowns, a couple of musicals. And so just like when I sing in the choir at church, when I'm on the stage, I'm connected to my father. Like he is with me every time on stage. And this most recent production of Still Magnolias was so deep because anyone who knows the story, it was a... Um, this time it actually was a uh, diverse cast. Okay. Like I was Malin, I got mm -hmm. to play the mother of Shelby, but when she's talking about Shelby on the stage and how Shelby's untimely passing, every single night, my dad was right there. It was a labor of love. I cried so many tears, lashes would almost fall off every night, um, but there's a divine connection between those two spaces. And um, I'm grateful that I have the gift from him and it allows me to stay connected to his legacy mm. all about connection yeah for sure you know it i'm gonna keep saying it <laughs> all about connection <laughs> yeah so the final segment as you is called the journey ahead yeah so as you are seeking the lord's face and favor <sighs> for the next phase of your your journey would you dare share your hopes your dreams <sighs> for yourself over the next five years wow these questions <sighs> I love them. Um, so for the next five years, I see myself expanding. Uh, start with Ken LLC more, working with more clients. Um, I'll be launching uh, a few things through Create the Connection, which is actually a traveling show um, where I actually show people the tools and the skills and the tips on how to connect with people. And I'm interviewing lots of different people from different um, areas and careers, uh, and just friends of mine from all over the country. Uh, so I dare people where there is no connection, be open to create one. Mm -hmm. uh, so for the next five years, it's that, hopefully expanding my family. You know, that situation with, um, I, I encourage people, if you have the desires of your heart, you pray to God. Mm -hmm. And there are different ways to expand your family. So if you say five years, let me put it all out there. And then again, staying connected with people like you. Mm -hmm. And I mean that genuinely. Um, I know this is an interview with me, but I thank God every single day for on my joy journey, placing people like you, placing people like several of the, the people you've interviewed, um, that I just want to remain connected to them and keep doing God's work, whatever that may be. If it's, uh, doing more plays, if it's singing, if it's writing, I do write too. I haven't told people that. I do write poetry and, and hopefully hopefully will write my book in the next five years. But write the book. Ah, 
I don't know if it's going to be a poetry book. But I, I do have a work that I'd like to put out. But um, five years. I'll be 46. Oh, yeah. that's the, it, it's Life is bright. Life is bright. Yeah, so yeah. I probably jumbled all through that. But no, uh, okay. <laughs> lots of things that I'm prayerfully, because I'm on this intentional journey, I'm hoping to see them come to pass. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we believe that mm -hmm. stand in agreement for that. Because mm -hmm. your light hmm. is perfect. Given with a heartfelt touch. I got to yes. leave it. Leave it. Absolutely. <laughs> How can someone contact you if they're like, oh, I need the connectivity. I need the intentionality. Got you. Well, they can contact me at uh, Kendra at startwithcan.com. You can also go to startwithcan.com. Um, I'm on Instagram at create the connection uh, as one of my handles, as well as Ken D Waters, K-E-N-D Waters um, at IG. And uh, yeah, I look forward to connecting and learning from new people. And um, I'm available if you want to just have a conversation. I'm open to that too. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Y'all, this has been so beautiful. Um, if you also have an acronym for joy, let me know that too. Yes, come on. <laughs> Got several. I need to <laughs> trade. She needs to trademark that and then I can borrow. Yes, she can. I'm, I'm working. Let me put that down on yes, my list. Yes, Um, <laughs> Comment everywhere that you can what your favorite takeaway was from this episode. And while you're there, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. It helps us become more discoverable so other folks can have this inspiration. Kendra, thank you so much oh, thank you, for Ashley. joining the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. It was excellent. She did good, y'all. She was nervous. She was amazing. Uh, but until we gather again every single Thursday, may the Lord increase your joy, grant you strength for the journey, and give you the courage to tell your story. Bye, friends. <laughs>